Episode 40, Weaponizing Your Strengths. Hi, welcome to Beyond the Walls podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ramika. And I'm Kylie. And yes, we're sisters. We're going to share stories about our life and growing up together and some personal walls we've overcome. We hope you laugh a lot. You honestly might cry a little. But our hope is that maybe you'll be inspired to go beyond the walls in your way too. So grab your coffee or tea and come on in. I think one of the most significant things about each one of us is we all bring our own strengths Mm. to the table. We all have weaknesses. None of us are perfect, but all of us have individual strengths that we're bringing into every single situation in relationships to our jobs with our dreams. Just we are good in different areas. And that's really significant just to take a minute to think about. Specifically in relationships, especially in conflict, that means that strength is also showing up there too. And one of the more difficult things for me to grapple with is learning, I've been learning how to not demoralize somebody else for not showing up with the same strengths that I do, Mm -hmm. especially when I feel like I need to glean from that strength. Yeah. Like I really am looking for that in another person. I really feel like I, I want it. I need it from that other person and I'm not getting it because my strength is not theirs. Yeah. And so the point of conflict that we enter then is how Do you show up with your strengths that aren't or may not be another person's strengths and not demoralize the other person for not being able to show up in that way in that moment and also choosing not to weaponize your strength or withhold your strength out of spite for that other person not showing up in that way. Yeah, it's so easy for it to all of a sudden become like a burden to bear. As opposed to something that we really love and are are strong in, right? Like it's easy just to show up in this particular way for us. But I know for me, especially in my relationships, either with my kids or in my marriage or with friendships, I'm going to show up this certain way and it's not about other people. Mm-hmm. That's just, I just naturally show up this particular way. Mm-hmm. And on a good day, it's a really great thing. But I know that when I start to get upset in my relationships or I start to get hurt, all of a sudden, like regret, resentment and bitterness are always like just right under the surface trying to rob me of my joy and my peace. Mm. I think specifically, I try to view it as a strength and as a blessing in my life that I do find myself being in a position often where I'm very considerate. Like I'm always trying to predict and prepare and think of ways to meet somebody else's need. Mm-hmm. The second I see or hear of a need, I want to come in. I want to help. I want to serve. I want to fix it. I want to come alongside. I'm not necessarily very good at verbal encouragement, mm-hmm. but I want to show up encouraging, right? Like I can physically come with actions yeah. to support and encourage you. 
Yeah, you're really good at anticipating the needs of others before they've even expressed it, which is also why you're really good at advocating for others. Mm. And so I think what's hard in those particular relationships when it goes too far, right? Like in and of itself, it can be a really great blessing and a great strength in and of itself. But when it shows up in negative ways, when I can weaponize that strength in my marriage, I can share more specifically of, I so want that back. Mm. I want that same kind of thoughtfulness. Like I want my husband to be just like me in this area. And Mm. like, I want to get kind of, I want to get what I've been giving to other people. Yeah. And so when it gets too far out of control, I can very easily start weaponizing and then I am immediately taking what he's, he has never shown up that way before. Like it doesn't naturally come out of him. He has great strengths in other areas. Mm -hmm. That's not his, right? Like it's not just me. It's not my weakness. It's not like, it has nothing to do with like me and our relationship. That is him all by himself. It is just not how he was wired or made. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in a bad place or I'm feeling hurt or I'm feeling like I need extra encouragement, extra support, extra thoughtfulness, extra consideration, it's in those moments that then I start nitpicking and turning it into like a personal attack. Like there's something wrong with him that he cannot be this particular way for me. Yeah, I definitely hear that. Do you have an example of how you would have wanted him to show up or how you do want him to show up in that kind of dynamic? Yeah, I think most recently, um, and I can tell all of you guys, so I know you've, um, we've shared a couple of times, right? I'm a homeschool mom and we've changed gears for our oldest, but suddenly, and big picture, it is good news and it will be great and it will be fun. But suddenly, (laughs) unexpected, My son also went. So I am no longer a homeschool mom. Mm. Both of my kids are now in full-time school, which was not um, the plan. It was not my thoughts for this whole school year. Like I've been preparing this whole time to just focus on homeschooling one. And, you know, we're going to have this business and all of these things. And so I was hit, you know, this last week with just so much um, so much to process emotionally for lots of different reasons on different layers, right? So there's just the grief of the change of my plans and my schedule, getting the kids ready, getting my son ready to go to school and just all the typical back to school stuff. Like I was not mentally prepared. Like I, I was mentally prepared to get my daughter back to school and all the things and get her out the door and deal with her stuff. Yeah. I was not prepared yet to do that with my son. Like I had been preparing for what it was going to look like and super excited. He was a part of, we were a part of a community. We were a part of an extra community. He was going to do a theater thing. You know, all of these things that all of a sudden, like overnight, we had to make a really tough decision. Um, And then I had to start canceling all of the plans that we did have and the commitments that I was already a part of and, Then I'm dealing with my own kids' emotional upsets and their disappointments. They have nothing but good things to say right now. Or I'm sorry, they have nothing but bad things to say about their homeschool experience so far. Like they're so excited to leave me so that I'm grieving just the like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, I failed as a homeschool mom. They don't even care about me. You know, 
all my sacrifices are just doesn't even, it don't even matter anymore. Mm. I'm losing everything that we were planning to do. It just suddenly changed. And there's lots of grief for lots of different reasons in and of themselves. All of them would have been a reason to be upset and something to process. Mm. And it just felt like then it was all of them all at the same time. And so I just like sobbed for like the first two days and knowing big picture, like Lee and I, luckily, you know, we, I felt like we made these decisions together. We'd already had a lot of these challenging conversations. So from my perspective, right, with my natural ability to predict and to meet and to be considerate and compassionate in those showing up in actions, right, I really, I really wanted him to show up differently. I wanted him to have words of encouragement for me. I wanted any kind of thoughtfulness or consideration, some extra emotional support. I wanted him to predict my needs and actively do something to meet them and to encourage me. Mm -hmm. I got nothing. And so in those few days that I'm processing, you we're kind of going back and forth. Like I'm I'm just letting him know because I also then I'm feeling really vulnerable I'm feeling very exposed. I'm feeling very extreme in my emotions as well, because I want to then just make all of it wrong and immediately regret, right? Like regret and bitterness is right at the surface all the time. And so I think feeling like I just can so quickly tailspin and make it such a bigger deal than it actually is. Mm -hmm. So all of that energy of just like, okay, how do I just break it down? What is really going on? I'm allowed to grieve. What exactly am I grieving? What is it that I really want? I know that ultimately I do really want Lee's support. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to ask for it. I don't want to have to go to him first, but I have a choice to make to either actively, you know, in our forgiveness episode, we talked about actively loving somebody or active hatred, right? Of pulling away. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I'm in this point where I'm, I'm feeling disconnected and I really want him to come in with the grand gesture. I want this hallmark moment, right? Of this <laughs> like romantic gesture and love and support my hero to come in and rescue me from this hardship. Mm-hmm. And I have an option to either start actively destroying our relationship because I'm not getting it, or I can choose to lean in and let him know that I need something from him. And so I tried in subtle ways, but it was really hard because then my own pride and my own protection and my own, like, I don't want to be exposed and be vulnerable in this moment. I don't want to have to put myself out there. And so I hinted in a little bit of ways, um, but it still took about 48 hours before we actually were able to have a real conversation because he's having his own wrestlings right now. Like he's really stressed out and he's got his issues and that, you know, with his own work and his own personal life kind of going on, right? Like, it's not like his world is just perfect over there and he has nothing but time over here for me. Mm. But I'm like, but we're both upset right now, right? Like we both have our challenges. So The goal is to come together in our challenges. He and I naturally just suffer side by side as opposed to suffering together. So needless to say, we we are in a position where then we can have this conversation 
And I think being able to just share with him, like, man, like this is just, these are all the emotions that I'm feeling. This is all the grief that this is the grief that I'm going through. I'm feeling so just discouraged and deflated. I feel like the kids hated our whole time. I'm missing out on all of these things. You know, my identity wasn't wrapped up in that event, but so much time and investment. And I think that's the hardship when you're in these relationships is they're, they're long-term journeys. They're not immediate, you know, responses. We don't immediately get the fruit of these relationships when you're raising kids or Mm -hmm. in a marriage or, you know, when we're personally growing through things, they're not, it's not perfect and it's not clean and it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And so I think for, for me to be able to just also lean in and trust that you know, they're 10 and they're 14. They can only be as encouraging as they can be at the maturity <laughs> level that they're at. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's part of even just my own, just calming myself down of like, it's unrealistic to expect them to have just oozing love and joy and passion for everything that I do for them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm letting Lee know, like, these are all the things that I'm just feeling. I'm just discouraged and it's just hard to have hope in this moment. Mm-hmm. And to trust that maybe someday they will appreciate it. Um, but in the me- in the immediate, like, how do we just deal with their own wrestlings and their own maturity level right now as a mom, right? Like, I really wear their discouragement. It's hard to separate and not own all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in that I'm sharing with him and I'm like, I just really wish, like, I know that, um, like, it's not your strength to come in and do you know, kind of show up the way that I would like for you to. Mm-hmm. I'm working really hard to not make you wrong about it and to start tearing down the relationship. Like, I know you're not not being this way for me out of active hatred. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're not deliberately trying to hurt me or you're not wanting to support me. Like, I know you want to support me and you want to be there with me. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not actively against me. But your silence is just so discouraging. Like, I really wish you could grow in this area. Mm. And so I think in the conversation, luckily we were able to speak about it in a way that then I did, I didn't provoke and then it caused a fight because mm. it's so easy in these moments when we are hurt and we are discouraged to, to just attack each other. And then all of a sudden we're fighting and we're defensive and we're arguing, right? Yeah. <laughs> all we really want is to have a connection and to come up and support each other. And so in the conversation, you know, I think, I I felt really heard at least and understood, you know, he was like, that makes complete sense. Like, I just don't even like the kid's words or their discouragement, like just bounces right off of him on his worst day. He could care less. Like they do not (laughs) impact him, like cut him deeply where I am just like, I feel it. Right. Like I have such a hard time separating myself from it. And he's like, but that makes complete sense. Like I never, I didn't even think about that. Like how quickly your whole year just changed overnight like and you've invested so much time and so much energy into that he was able to put himself in my shoes and just oh i forgot Mm -hmm. i didn't even think about what you were going through or that that's what you were going to be going through but it makes complete sense Mm -hmm. and so on the one hand i'm like that felt real like that's the support that i needed right like i just wanted him to know that i wanted to know that i wasn't alone and that he understood where I was. The part that I think is can easily we weaponize is just as quickly as I can feel support in that moment, I can be just as angered and triggered and hurt 
that like, we've been married for 16 years. You should know this about me. And you, sh I should not have to tell you again that this is what, this is how I live my life. Mm. Right? Like, I just really wish you would just do different. <laughs> like, do better. <laughs> like, I just really need you to grow in this area. Mm. In the meantime, right? I think the space to be in is to keep advocating and keep asking. Like, that's just, it's a want. Mm -hmm. It's a want to have the other person to show up differently in a way that supports each other. Mm -hmm. But there also has to be freedom and space that like when they don't show up that way, it's not a malicious attack on me. It's not active hatred. Like I have to then actively and intentionally look for the ways that he is showing up for me because he is, he is showing up in other ways mm -hmm. that are even in his strengths. Right. And there's ways that he's showing up that are not in his strengths it just didn't happen to look in that one particular way. And so the goal is that we feel supported and together. And so I think for me, then it, it means being able to be open to seeing the ways that he is showing up that way and not just expecting it. It has to look this one particular way. And if it's not, then you're against me. I think part of lowering the significance entirely is there's like, two parts to it. The first part is realizing that in the same way that we all have different weaknesses, like you're not going to struggle with the same things that he struggles with. And if you do, probably not to the same degree. Yeah. We all don't have the same strengths and we all aren't going to be naturally inclined to show up in that way like there's just that acknowledgement period that that has to be true and that also has to be established first the second part of lowering the significance then is after you've acknowledged that that's your new baseline we mm -hmm. all have different weaknesses we all have different strengths we're all going to naturally show up in a different way the second part to that is recognizing that we really aren't trying to make it personal, right? Like mm. his weakness and his strength is not personally an attack against you. Yeah. With or without you in the picture, he is going to show up in that way. He yeah. will naturally bring those same weaknesses to the table. He will naturally bring his same strengths to the table. Yeah. We can ask right like we we have a new concept of a request and then a requirement so we can request that they show up in a different way and over time as they like exercise that muscle they'll probably start showing up yeah. differently right yeah. but as we have noted before time and time again like you'll only notice it in other areas if that person decides to change for themselves yeah not because they're wanting to placate to you. Yeah. So if he makes the decision, but recognizes it in this relationship, that that's an area that he needs to grow and he chooses to grow in that area of his life, then you'll probably reap all of the benefits. But again, it's not yeah. personal against you. It's not an attack against you. 
it's personal for him. Yeah. And the only reason why it's personal for him is because he's the one who has his own strengths and has his own weaknesses. And that applies to everyone. It's the same thing for myself, right? Like I'm naturally going to show up in the ways that I show up. I'm naturally going to bring my weaknesses to the table. I'm naturally going to bring my strengths to the table. It just so happens that in our relationship, unlike you and Lee's relationship, my weaknesses don't trigger you in the same ways that his Mm -hmm. weaknesses do. Obviously, we have a different type of relationship there. There are different needs in our relationship. But a big contributor of that is the part one, you recognizing that I have different strengths and weaknesses that you do, than you do. And then two, acknowledging that it they aren't a personal attack against you. You don't take my weaknesses personally. You don't take my strengths personally. You yeah. see them for what they are and you reap the benefits of the strengths and you love them. Yeah. But if I don't show up in that way and all you do experience are my weaknesses, the reason why they don't trigger you is because you don't take them personally. Yeah. So for those of you listening, like there really is a point that you have to come to where you acknowledge that we all have different strengths and weaknesses. But then the second part of that is recognizing that it's not personal against you. When you realize it's not personal, then you see it less as a threat or an attack and you're able to just see it for what it is. This person shows up like that. This is this person's way of being. It has nothing to do with me or if I weren't here, that's how they would still show up. And so I don't need to feel like they're specifically targeting me. Yeah. Lowering the significance is a big key to being able to move forward. Yeah. And I think what gets so hard about it is it does personally impact me. Oh, definitely. Right? And so that is so much of the work to separate. I mean, impacted by it. Mm -hmm. We are a give and take relationship. We're both in it. But there is so much freedom when we do separate personal attack. Like, it's not really about me. Mm -hmm. It just impacts me. Mm -hmm. And being able to find freedom and to find unity as much as we can to keep being able to have the real conversation of like, man, I'm not mad at you. Like I, because both of those things were at play, right. With my situation, like one, I just really wanted him to show up. I, I wanted to feel supported and cared for. Mm -hmm. I wanted to feel considered and I wanted to not have to tell him to do it. I wanted him to already know. I wanted him to predict my need and to take action Mm -hmm. and show me that he was thinking of me and he knew what I was going through and he was with me. Mm -hmm. That's one thing to process and one thing to deal. The next level that would have then started actively tearing down is to start making it very personal. Mm -hmm. He is deliberately actively telling me he does not care about me. I am alone. I do not matter. You know, like, it's almost like he is thoughtfully giving me punishment. (laughs) You're like using it against him that he's not a thoughtful person at all. And that's his weakness. Thoughtfully hating me. Yeah. (laughs) So just as much as he's not thoughtfully thinking positive things of me. I mean, he might be, but he, I'm not, I don't know about it. Right. Mm-hmm. But that is the space of freedom, right? Like to just release that other person. It's not, he's not maliciously attacking me. Mm-hmm. It is impacting me. And how do we keep then in that space, keep presenting a request? You know, that's what you had just mentioned was like a request and a requirement. Mm-hmm. It is very conditional and 
heavy laden in relationships to require sidebar. We're not talking about like life and death. There are times in relationships that you do need to have requirements and there is a minimum of expectations, right? Mm -hmm. There is life threatening. There is safety threatening. Yeah. Legal issues, right? Like this, this is not what we're talking about, but in your average everyday relationship, like we cannot require people to show up in this exact way at the exact time that we want it in the exact way that we need it. Mm. And so I think when we start feeling that rigid, I think that's the space for us to look in, to think back of like, wow, there's a lot of pressure going on. Like, what is it that I'm trying to control and predict? Like, cause, cause that's not going to feel good. Like there is a way it's going to be obvious when Lee is being thoughtful and considering me, it will be obvious. Like the feeling of it will be obvious. The actions are allowed to show up in lots of different ways. Because if I want him to come home with flowers, he can come home with flowers without any emotion or feeling like it's not going to meet the need. Mm-hmm. So it's not in our exact actions. It's not in the exact words. Like if it doesn't have the feeling behind it, it's not going to meet the itch. Mm-hmm. And so in that same vein, then when we have these requests, we have desires, we have interests, like big picture, there's a feeling we want to feel, we want to feel connected and we want to feel supported. Mm -hmm. We've got to free up the other person for it to show up in any particular way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where like this whole point of this conversation is like, I can very easily then, well, this is how I show up. If you loved me, you would show up this same way. Mm-hmm. This is what I've asked of you. And until you start behaving that way, then I'm no longer going to be thoughtful and considerate of you then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is where then we start taking it way too far mm-hmm. to then withholding my strength because that's just how I show up. Again, I'm not showing up in that strength because of who Lee is. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to show up that way in all my relationships because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to start regretting and taking back and withholding our strengths because of how the other person is behaving. Weaponizing your strengths really strips the relationship of the good with the bad. It's like Mm -hmm. throwing the baby out with the bathwater concept, right? Because you start taking brick by brick things that are fundamental that really have built a great relationship, right? And I'm not talking about the bricks that we use to build walls. I'm talking about the bricks that we use to build solid foundations Mm -hmm. in our relationships with other people. When we start weaponizing our strengths, our strengths built a foundation. Yeah. So when you withhold it, what you also are doing is taking those bricks out of your foundation. You're starting Mm -hmm. to strip the bad with the good yeah right you don't just get to take away the bad you have to take away both because they're intertwined you have to take both it's a great point what i when i was listening to you i was like it's so interesting because this is what we do is we look for the strengths that we want in the ways that we want the strengths to show up in the other people right Mm -hmm. so you want lee to be thoughtful i'm there with you like i hear you I'm here to validate it, Mm -hmm. right? Like, wouldn't that be amazing for you? It sounds like that's a deep need that you would love to see happen in your relationship. Mm -hmm. On the other end, right? Like I grew up in a household where like 
the father figure before I was adopted into our family just wasn't even present. Like they did not show up and they did not help pay any bills financially. And so for them, when I looked at them and I was like, they're not considerate and they're not thoughtful to me, it automatically was linked to their inability to provide Mm -hmm. for our family. When I look at you and Lee's relationship, and you don't know that I'm going to use this as an example, but because you put it out there and I know you'd be open to sharing it, like since you guys have been married, has there ever been a point where your bills have not been paid or you've been questioning like if you're going to have a safe car to drive or if you're going to have a roof over your head? Has that ever been a concern that you've had in your marriage with Lee? Never. And that's why it's significant, right? Because when I look at Lee, I see, I immediately see the ways that he thinks about your family because when I wanted the man of my household to think about the family, I really wanted him to be able to provide. Mm. And I knew the answer to that just for you guys asking. It's one of the many things that I really respect about Lee, but he is a very good provider and he's very consistent and dependable in that way. The strength that she's looking for does show up It just doesn't show up in the ways that she really wants it. And I'm not just saying that to Kylie, like I'm saying that for myself and for you. Like if you want to find ways that the person is showing up in a weak way, you will find it. But I guarantee the same thing you look at them for as a weakness, they are actually showing up, just not in a way that you want to give them credit for. Yeah. That's such a great point. And I think it's so easy for us when we, if all we do is focus on either their weakness or weaponizing our own strength and making it something negative about what we can provide and they don't show up the exact same way, we completely miss all the ways that they are showing up. Mm-hmm. And it completely blinds us from seeing any good. And we start, do we do start, we just, undo this solid foundation because those two days where I'm just like full on emotion, right? Like I know I'm getting further and further down the rabbit hole of the extremes, the always and the nevers and how long it's not just right now. It's been years, you know, like (laughs) the entire relationship. We've been together for 16 years. How long do I have to endure? You know, like all, and then it turns into this and it turns into that. And all of a sudden, all the things that used to be blessings Mm -hmm. that I do value, all of a sudden now those are negative too. How quickly we allow the whole relationship to become tainted And if we don't take those thoughts captive and to be able to keep them in its proper place, we will destroy a great foundation. Mm -hmm. And the goal, right, is to be able to come together, to be unified and to be able to keep requesting without requiring and to be able to be who we're supposed to be. And to not use it against each other, to not withhold in order to get something else, like be confident in who you are and look for how the other person is showing up. Let us see each other's strengths and to keep helping each other grow in our weakness. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to work with you. If you're looking for additional coaching from us, you can log on to our website at beyondthewallspodcast.com and look at our membership for more information. 
Until next time. Bye.